You're listening to the Longer Haul Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Episode number 76. Another turning point of fork stuck in the road. Welcome to the Longer Haul Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now, your hosts, Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Time grabs you back in the direction where we go. Okay, my, go f- my favorite is when you you immediately turn our podcast into a musical. It's the best. I'm down. <laughs> well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Wherever you are and wherever this finds you, thanks for making this episode today a part of your day. If it's your first time checking out the show, welcome. We are glad you are here. And if you are a returning listener, part of the Longer Hall community, perhaps even a member of the Super Secret Podcast Facebook group, we're glad you are here. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd love for you to share it with somebody uh, who you think may benefit from it as well. Be sure to subscribe to the show so that you get all the goodness every time it comes out each and every week. And yeah, we're back. 76. Yeah, man. So, hey, this is uh, that's Jody there. I'm Chris, and we're a couple youth pastors in the Atlanta area, and uh, we don't work at, at the same church or anything, but we're friends and been doing this podcast. We've actually had a couple weeks off. We missed a couple episodes. I don't know if you're backdating this one to pretend like we didn't, but truth be known, we missed a couple episodes. We just, life happens, you know, that's the hard part about doing podcasting whenever you have a, have a real job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're saying that if you're in youth ministry, that it counts as a real job? Yeah, I it's am. Almost as if that. you're a, like a real yeah, pastor. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, we love, man, we love youth pastors and love talking about youth ministry. It's what we do. So, yeah, man. Indeed. Uh, you can find us over on social media, wherever, at uh, Chris Trent. Jody Livingston, that's Jody with a Y, Chris with a C, I don't know. Uh, all the links and resources that we mentioned will be on the show notes page at thelongerhall.com slash episode 076, thelongerhall.com slash episode 076. So, important topic today. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, both you and I have experienced what we're talking about and sure. had, to, had to kind of go through it for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, talking about when to leave, like when, um, and I don't know, maybe somebody's listening today that's struggling with that question of how long do I stay in my current position? We're all about longevity, but truth is there are moments where you have to decide to leave. So that's we'll right. talk about that. We'll dig in for sure. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. So what's going on in your life, man? Well, I know a lot of what's going on in your life. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, But personally, like, I mean, you got anything cool happening? Man, uh, you know, we're just trying to. Coming to my church tomorrow night to speak. What? What? I am. I am. uh, Crazy. It's either either a really good idea or a really crazy one. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know either. Um, But it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to come and see. Hang out a bit. So that'll be fun. We're good. Uh, yeah, man, we're we're right in the middle of the semester, so just juggling parent-teacher conferences now and, you know, all that Ugh. stuff, exams, and as family, you know, running crazy. So that's fun. How about you? 
Uh, you know, just uh, we've got a huge event coming up, D now, so we're in the middle of that, and just busy being a youth pastor. Did go to the Magic Convention since we talked last. I'll spare you all the details, but I've got about thirty minutes worth of details to tell you about. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you, you may or may not have promised a magic trick to the Facebook. It's group. coming. I'm working on. I'm working. I'm, well, yeah, yeah. No, that's going to happen. Like that's actually going to happen. I'm in the process of figuring something out there for that. But nah, had a great time. Got to hang out with a couple of good friends that also are Christian illusionist guys. Uh, a couple of buddies. I'll name drop. Uh, Jared Hall and Shane Wilbanks were both there and. Both those guys tour and do their thing and awesome guys, but good friends as well. And we just nerded out on youth ministry or youth ministry really and magic. It was terribly nerdy, but we had a great time. So it sounds amazing. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> you're amazing. Lying. You're lying, but it's all right. We had a good time. So yeah, ah, that's cool. Well, hey, before uh, before we jump into the topic and show today, yes. we do want to thank our sponsor. We love oh, these guys, man. Yes. We love these guys. So YM360 uh, partnering here with us as a sponsor on the show. Listen, if you need anything, really, Bible study, curriculum, student devotionals, Disciple Now stuff, resources. A maybe book you on need you, a book on longevity, longevity. ministry. Yeah, they've got a really good one there written by a guy named Chris Trent. Uh, student devotionals. I mean, uh, leadership development stuff. Summer camp. You do summer camp with them. I do. Uh, Man, these guys are fantastic. We appreciate them. And uh, not only do they put out great, great resources, they genuinely love student ministry, student pastors, teenagers, and most of all, Jesus. And uh, man, we just, we can't speak enough to to their character and to what they do. And so we're, man, we're incredibly, incredibly grateful for that, for them. Um, so if you, uh, if you need any of that stuff, head over to ym360.com. Make sure you use the promo code LONGERHALL. You can save 20% off your next order and maybe camp if you try it. I don't know. It's not going to work on camp. Stop saying <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, are you ready? We got anything else? Have we? I think we've covered uh, Yeah. No, man. Let's jump into this thing. It's a lot to talk about. So let's, let's dig in. Cool. All right. Here we go. Pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Boom. No, man. I So this is a topic. We've kind of talked about this in the past. In fact, if you go to thelongerhall.com on the right-hand side in the sidebar, um, you can actually download a little PDF document there that, that has reasons to leave. And so we're going to talk about some of those today. Um, obviously, we promote longevity. We believe very much in uh, being in youth ministry, staying in youth ministry for the longer haul, but even more than that, staying put uh, where you are for the longer haul and then greater influence comes comes through that. But as you said, even there in the opening, there are times when uh, when we need to step away and step and leave. And you, you and I have both done that. And so... Uh, I've done it one time, Jay. One time. Well, you win. You also yeah. wrote the book, so that's why. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying like I just but I'm going to tell you straight up that it uh, I mean, it it was a, it was a hard decision and it wasn't easy to, you know, going through that. So I was I had been at, you know, North Lake uh, was my church in Garland, Texas. I'd been there for almost eight years and 
believe me, whenever I started feeling like, oh man, it might be time, like my time might be here coming to an end here. I mean, it was, it was, it was a, it was kind of hard to understand that. And cause I hadn't done it before really, you know, as a full-time yeah. guy and it became a real challenge trying to figure out in all of the emotions, what yeah. about my kids? What about the people who I built relationship? What, what not? Well, and, and at the time my son and daughter had been born. Um, so my personal kids and my students is what I meant when a minute ago when I said kids, all of the emotion. What about all the relationships we have? You know, uh, man, these kids need me. We have a great thing going here. All those things made it really hard to understand and navigate. Um, and for the most part, things were great. I had a great relationship with a youth pastor or with my pastor. Great relationship with the church. It wasn't anything huge, but man, yeah. it was a real, real deal. We and I, I may jump back into that a couple times throughout the the talk as we're going through some of these things we've got because they do relate, but. But yeah, man, that was hard. And you've done it a couple times at least. And uh, and it's lead, honestly, it's leading up to kind of where we're, and why we're talking about this. You may want to jump into that. Yeah, sure. Hey, let me ask you this hey. before we do that. Have there been yep. moments where you have wrestled through, hey, is God calling me someplace else? Is it time to step out? And you kind of walk through a bit of a process and realize, nope, this is where we're supposed to be. We're still here. You ever had that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, I, I mean, I'm not asking I, to disclose a bunch of details or no, 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 no. I don't last week. I'm, you don't have to say that. Yeah. Last week. I'm in the process right now. No, I'm not actually. Um, uh, I've aged out. Nobody's calling me anymore. Um, so, uh, not, I mean, at, at Johnson Ferry where I'm serving now, I've not come close to leaving and I've really not had anything more than maybe a get a call i'll pray about that a couple days but most of the time it doesn't even get that far honestly yeah because i'm just so i feel so sure about where i am and it's not that i'm not willing it's just like that i feel like i feel like god sends moments before that that kind of help you know so so it's just come right out of the blue and be like whoa you know yeah um at north lake i mean i had had a couple moments you know where before I ended up actually pulling the trigger. Crazy enough, I actually had a deal with, because I left North Lake, came here to Johnson Ferry. Um, and what was interesting was I actually had interviewed here at Johnson Ferry for a little while, and the process stalled here. Hmm. And so we, everything inside of us was like, okay, well, God just put us through that to affirm that we are where we're supposed to be. <laughs> and we're about to dig in, and we're going to stay here for, for a lot longer. Um, and we're okay with that. We're just, we're happy to do it, you know, cause we love our church, love everything. It was actually a moment of like real affirmation, but it was also a moment where, but God, if you're leading us to go to Georgia, we will from Texas, you know? Uh, but then a couple weeks later, everything kind of blew back up. It was like it, um, and a lot more details of that, but so, yeah, I mean, but not, not, nah, no, not a lot of that. Yeah. Just that one example. Yeah. I think, I don't know that there's been many. Um, but there have been some, you know, like you're saying, somebody calls or a friend maybe reaches out and no, let me tell you this. Uh, I could have, right? Oh, sure. No, I want to be so, so, but part of it is Jody, probably a little bit of philosophical there of just saying, yeah, I'm not really every, every single person that calls, I'm not necessarily going to go through a process with you, you know, it's right. not because okay. I don't think you're worthy or whatever. It's just that. I feel really confident 
Like if a church even were to call this afternoon, I would have to be real honest and say, you know, I mean, I'll take a moment and pray about that. But honestly, I've got nothing indicating that there's been nothing to indicate that I should be looking to go somewhere else right now. Like there's yeah. nothing happening in my life right now. Um, and in my ministry that would cause me to think, Oh, Hey, maybe it's time that I start considering going somewhere else. And so as a result of that, I typically don't go through much of a process. Now I think there are some guys who every call they get, they're willing to talk to them. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I like that. That's just me. Yeah. I'm not cut that way. I'm not yeah. cut that way. I, I, I'm like you, man. I think most of the time it's a, I generally start from a posture of no, I don't know if that's right or not. That's just kind of how I've, been wired and um i tend to be really loyal pretty naturally i think too so that that probably plays into that quite a bit uh, but yeah i mean i think i think there are moments regardless where you, you kind of have to wrestle through and, and sometimes you're going to find yourself i think maybe where this comes most often though is when you're in a spot where um you know like you to quote the great theologian nacho libre you would say it sucks to be me right now you know, and, yeah, um, sure. and, and so yeah, no doubt. that's when you start going, okay, there's yeah. gotta be something better <laughs> or easier. Yeah. And I think that's why what we're going to, you know, so we've got a list here. We want to hear a little bit of your story, something you're going through right now, but w- we've got a list though that we're going to come back to where we're going to say, well, here are some reasons we think that it's okay to leave. We're also going to tag it though in the end with a quick list of reasons not to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, because we think there are some 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 reasons that some people probably go, oh yeah, you know what? Maybe this is God saying I'm out of here, yeah. Or maybe it's not, and I'll tell yeah, you about that. In a bit. So stick around yeah, for reasons not yeah. to leave. For reasons not to leave. That's at the very end. Um, Speaking of leaving, we yeah. just go ahead and tell your story already. Sure. So uh, I, I, some you some are gonna know. You quitter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I recently stepped away from the position I was at. Uh, here and um, you know a lot of the reasons here that that we're going to go through so you know they they certainly they fall in there um, I I will say this um, first of all I know I have youth leaders from there who listen so hey guys um, love those guys love that church still very much love that church those families those students um, love a great team of youth workers there and uh, you know we were we were there almost nine years. So my oldest right now is 15. She's about to turn 16. And, uh, she, she was in first grade when we went. So our younger kids, they don't even really remember life before that. And, um, what's cool. Born there, there, right? Did you have one born there? No, he was one when we came. So he, he was, I mean, pretty much, but not really. Um, but what's cool about that is, and, and this is kind of even to the point of what we say with longevity in, in regards to, I, I can look back and, and, and kind of stepping out has really given me an amazing perspective of, and time of evaluating what we've done and uh, what, what we were able to accomplish and build there and uh, the, the, the students, the quality, the character and the faithfulness of those students. And um, man, I can step out and say, I have no regrets in that regard. And man, we, we, the Lord was so faithful and, uh, and we were producing some amazing students out of, out of that ministry. And that'll, that'll continue. And, you know, we got to see several classes come all the way through, um, the student ministry and 
kind of walk them through that process and, and it's been good. And my kids have benefited from that as well. And lifelong friendships for sure, both for my wife and I and, uh, and for our kids. And, uh, but like I said, I do think I'm, I'm kind of loyal by nature. And, uh, while I would like to think that everywhere we go is where we will stay, that's, that's not always the case. And it wasn't here. If you'd asked me a year ago, this, if we'd had this conversation a year ago, I would have said, never, never leaving. I'll be here forever. Um, you know, but I think back maybe maybe about January or so kind of started uh, just the Lord just kind of started shaking me loose a bit. And uh, I was I was holding on tight and um, that just kind of continued to accelerate. And um, yeah, and then, then it just it, it ultimately it just led to us kind of needing to step out. And, uh, you know, we didn't do anything. There's no moral, ethical things there in, in place of that. We just uh, stepping out, and 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 in our case, right now, currently, as as time at the time of this recording, uh, we didn't necessarily step out to go into another ministry yet either. So, still pursuing that and trying to figure out what that looks like for us. I, our desire is still definitely student ministry. Still very passionate about students and student ministry, and um, so now we're in a whole new phase of. Uh, kind of spying out the land and interviewing and talking to folks. And we've just kind of put our yes on the table. and Which is a whole nother podcast. Oh, because <laughs> I've been walking through this process with you and it has been quite the experience. Dude, we are yeah. seriously going to have to do that because I've learned a ton in the process that I think is, it will actually be very helpful and uh, that I didn't know otherwise. And, and I've seen yeah. a bunch of things that I well, think God's, people don't God's do well. God's taking you through this for a reason. And by the way, you're cougar because you said you're holding on too tight and that's from the first part of Top Gun. Yeah, you know they're making a second one. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm holding on too tight. Yeah, that's me. I've turned turn in my wings. I've got to turn in my wings. Um, so that's what I did, turn in my wings. That means, and, that means uh, there's, some, there's some young whippersnapper out there that's going to take over the reins of your church. Probably. Top gun. Yeah, okay. I hope he listens to the podcast so he doesn't. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I think I think to all that to say, like, you know, there are moments and times where, where we step away and, yeah, well, and and Jim, you, case, handle, you handle this thing. You handle this thing with integrity, and 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 I know your heart through this whole process because we we have spent lots of time talking about it, and um, uh, and I know it's been a process, but it, but it is clear that God started to shift your heart and made it clear that your time there was coming to an end, yeah. and so um, and so you've been going through that process for a little while now, and. And it really. And I don't. I don't want to give the impression that that like I'm being shady and I'm not being forthcoming on that. I, I'm not at all. Uh, we just love those folks, and I, mean, I want it takes time. Ministry, and, and, and and his, oh, yeah, but, and honestly, and the thing with even when I left North Lake, and I happened to be going to a different gig, obviously, you know. But that said, even at the time, it wasn't like it was easy, because oh, if gosh, you are no. loyal, you start to feel like you're being a you know, when you start talking to other churches and, you know, it's like, what? And, um, and, you know, so anyway, um, but that, that kind of leaves where we're at right now, which is, you know, you are in process and a couple great opportunities out there potentially. And, and, um, and I have no doubt God's going to, and, and I know you deep down know that as well, that God's going to, yeah. that you're going to land and you still feel, clearly feel called to youth ministry. And it's yeah. not like all of a sudden, just because you're not serving at a church, 
you don't know what you're talking about or something. I mean, the years that you've put in and, uh, and you know, so our plan as far as the longer haul goes is to, other than changing the name to almost longer haul, um, (laughs) sometimes the longer haul. Chris is the longer haul. Jimmy yeah, Chris is the longer haul. Um, I have to no, put your name uh, first and everything now. Yeah, oh, that's I've earned that now. Um, so, <laughs> um, but no, um, you know, we're just going to keep plugging away because we we feel like the people that we're interviewing, all that nothing's going to change. The when it comes yeah, to all sure. that, we're going to keep doing this thing. Got some great things coming that we've been talking about as well. So, oh yeah, look forward to that. Um, so all that said. Oh, if we were going to give advice, because we do get phone calls like this as a 48 year old still doing this thing from time to time, I get, you know, get, have these conversations with guys going and gals going, Hey, how do I know when to leave? So let's jump in, um, to the list there. Why don't you lean on the, uh, why to leave a whole lot and I'll kind of back and I'll take okay. over kind of lead when it comes to the reasons not to. Yeah. So I'll, I'll say this. And I think we both kind of said this even just a minute ago, generally I'm going to start from a posture of stay and, um, until until you can't or becomes obvious that that you should leave and there there are moments of that and so uh, I'm going to go through a list here and all in full transparency that uh, if you if you're if this is something you're struggling with and you you want this list um, you can head to longerhall.com it's it's on the right hand side there in the margin I'll put a link for this also in the show notes but so this is a list that I put together in 2015 um, and I, so there's seven reasons here well, that's uh, back when you were a youth pastor. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see how many jokes I can get in. in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, so the first one is this, uh, you, you should, you should leave when you're asked to. And um, man, that you would think that that seems fairly obvious, but, uh, but it's not always. And I think, man, there's a tendency there to feel like when you've been asked to leave, that you should stand your ground, that you should fight, you know, and stay, that there's been some injustice done, that you want people to know what, and um, every circumstance is different, obviously. The, the reason that you're asked to leave could be a variety of things. Um, the, the emotions that you talked about, Chris, just a minute ago of feeling like, oh man, you've poured into these leaders and parents and the students and, uh, you know, that the pain you feel there, especially in that situation, uh, man, is is real. You know, we we talk about ministry a lot. It's so much more than a job. I mean, it's it it's, it becomes who you are. Um, your your house is full of teenagers, and uh, you're walking through some really heavy things. And all of a sudden, now to kind of be asked to step aside from that, that's not like just being asked to leave a job. That that's something you can take really personal and. So the tendency, though, I think so often is to stand and fight and defend yourself. And, you know, look, man, it's pretty impossible to defend yourself without damaging the ministry and the church that you've just left, in my opinion. I mean, do you think? Yeah, well, I think that that's a tough, tough, tough issue because it just depends. You know, every circumstance is different, and I know you know that. And sure. so... um so it's it's hard to say that as a blanket. And you know, here's what I would say. Let me say it this way. I would amend when you're asked to leave, and I would add to it when you're asked to leave or the writing is on the wall. Yeah, sure. Um, is what I would say. That that things have clearly gotten to a point where they're ju- it's 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 either gonna end 
honorably and clean or it's going to end ugly, but it's going to end. It's going to end because some churches are terrible about ask about knowing how to ask you to leave. Yeah, sure. They are in their mind. They're done and they're digging and they're, you know, and they're trying to send you the message, you know, and sometimes I think it's just one of those where, man, when the writing's on the wall, when the conflict, when the conflict gets too great and it's impacting your family or, um, you know, that you're going to likely be fired eventually, you know, kind of thing. I I think it just, Matt, I think that's where you just have to read the right on the wall. And then when you're asked to leave, you need to leave. But I will say that, you know, I, I have some friends that have been in, you know, unfortunate circumstances where they were asked, and I'm not speaking in code here. This is not you, um, <laughs> um, where they've been asked to leave and it wasn't, this happened back honestly, when I was in college asked to leave and it was totally inappropriate. It was totally not fair. And yeah. the pastor wasn't handling it where well. And it was a raw deal for everybody. And, but even in that moment, he, he this guy could have stood and fought but he chose to just do that, you know, humbly and accept yeah. that even with some people wanting to stand behind him. I just don't know that that ever ends well. And no, no, it doesn't. And, um, well, and I'm I sure think you have to, that, be that, that, to be careful. I'm sure there's some example out there where it did. So I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? Don't email us. I think I'm mostly though. I just think that it's time to, you know, I just feel like Jesus is mostly like that too. I'm sure there's sure, examples, sure, but I feel sure, like absolutely. mostly though, Jesus that turned the other cheek, that hum that humility, that dust the sand, you know, dust the sandals off your feet, or dust the what's what is that? What is that? Dust your sand dust your what is that saying? Don't leave shake me hanging. The dust, shake the dust off your shake feet. Shake the dust off your feet or whatever it is. You, you know, that you know, when he's talking to the disciples and then even falsely being accused and going to the cross. I know that's an extreme example, but I mean, honestly, I just think that's more Jesus. Like I just do. Yeah. Well, I'm I think not saying it's easy. Not saying it's easy. No, no, no. I think you just have to be mindful to leave graciously and gracefully, yep. whatever that looks like. And be, be mindful that what you say and do in those situations, not only, not only can you fail to really defend yourself fully, but you can absolutely destroy what you've spent however many years building. Um, and so you just have to be mindful of that. We, there's a great article uh, on, on our website, actually, on the blog from obviously before 2015 from a friend of the show, Matthew Hart, um, called When You Want to Stay and Can't. And, um, you know, he kind of walks through his experience with that. It's really helpful um, of what he experienced in being asked to leave. And um, so if, if, if that's where you are and you find yourself, man, I would highly recommend uh, checking out that and uh, man, you just, it's something to all of these, all of these really, you just walk through these really prayerfully, you know, all these. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about so number two? If, what you got? What's next one? All right. Number two is when your health is suffering. Uh, we, we know how stressful ministry can be at times. And uh, I think, you know, I've had moments where, man, I found myself extremely stressed due to ministry and it led to, I was having a bunch of heart palpitations. I wasn't sleeping well. Um, you know, and it wasn't good. And and so uh, if you find yourself where your health really, where, where the ministry is affecting your health, 
that's probably a good warning sign that you need to evaluate where you are. And, and maybe that doesn't mean like leaving and stepping away altogether. Maybe it just means kind of stepping away for, for time or taking some extended time away if you're able to do that. I know that's not necessarily possible in every situation, but uh, I think that's something to, to consider. Um, Wayne Cordero, who's a pastor in Hawaii, uh, a great book called Leading on Empty. Where, where he talks about that particularly. And um, Aaron Hellman actually came on the show, uh, I don't know what episode that was, long, long time ago, uh, talking a little bit about burnout and uh, and health and managing and balancing time and, and, and those types of things. But um, I think oftentimes we disregard our own health because we feel that the cause or the purpose or the, the work that we're doing is, is, is really, really important. And, um, and it is important. But, you know, you, you have to be able – we want to be able to serve out of our best, and that means being our healthiest as well. Um, and so, yeah. Agreed. Health. Agreed. Uh, number three, when your spiritual walk is a wasteland. This is hard. Uh, I think this is really hard because oftentimes in ministry, and this isn't just youth ministry, this is just in general – it's really easy that to, or to allow your study time and your counseling others and your pouring into others to kind of bleed in and replace your own personal walk. And you can do that for a while, I think, but there, there comes a point then where you kind of run out of that. Now I've said a lot, like you, you can do youth ministry for about two and a half years without Jesus. Um, and then about after about that, then, then you're going to be in trouble. Um, and, and so, you know, we, we've got to be able, I mean, if you think you can do games without Jesus, right? You can plan activities and retreats and camps. You can do that. You can do, um, you know, whatever lock-ins, you can go to ball games. You can do, I don't know. I don't know if you can do middle school band concerts without Jesus, but, um, you, you know, you, you, you should do all those things and you can do that. But, and, and if you were doing those things in most cases, people would look at you and say, you're being a super, you're being really effective. Um, and you're really pouring in students, but that doesn't necessarily always reflect your personal walk. And, and sometimes you can get really comfortable in that routine, kind of a rhythm of doing ministry. And then before you know it, you look around and your own walk is just totally destroyed and you're just fake. Yeah. And, and I don't think um, you're saying as soon as you realize your walk's not where it needs to be, Oh, time to leave youth ministry or time to quit your church. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking yeah. about, and you talk about this in your book too. The importance of this, yeah. uh, and and you've talked about it a bunch, like yeah. the importance of your spiritual walk. Um, and I don't, yeah, and I don't think if you if you're listening, you go, man, I'm my walk's fake right now. I should quit. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but but I think if it's if it gets to a really if it gets to a point, then it's something to consider. And and if anything, it's worth stepping aside and taking some time to pour in. And I would also say this too. I don't think this is like a test that we're giving out here and you're going, oop, I. <laughs> check, check, check. That's uh, like a spiritual gifts inventory. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I think if you, I think this would be in combination with other things too. Like there, Absolutely. Would, be, there would be other things being impacted um, along with your yeah. spiritual walk, you know, um, as well. But it's uh, worth considering for sure. No doubt. Um, number, number four. four. Yep. 
Uh, when you fall morally, now this is something we just talked about with Walt Mueller mm. on the podcast. So if you go back and listen to Walt you, Mueller's podcast, it's so good. If you've not listened, push pause. Yeah. Go, back. go back. Yeah. Yeah. Stop here. Go back and then come back again. No. Um, it's, it's, it was that episode uh, was so, so, so good. Um, and so, yeah, Walt Mueller uh, for Center and Parent Youth Understanding came on episode, I think it was 72, if I remember right. Um, but he came on. We talked a lot about this. And 72. I think. Yep. Oh, look at that. Yes. Score. Um, I mean, if you look around the landscape right now of of church leadership, this is this is disastrous. This is this is an epidemic, you know? Um, and so you, you've got to, you got to guard yourself before it gets to this, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really the scary part. But if, if you have, if you're listening and you're treading lines, you shouldn't be, or you've crossed some of those lines, you definitely need to listen to episode 72. Uh, and beyond that, you need to make sure that you're seeking out some help, repentance. And, uh, and that, you know, depending on what that is and what that looks like, definitely will require you to step away uh, at some point. So it's damaging. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say a whole lot about that one because we talked about it in 72, yep, but no doubt. I think that's definitely reason. Uh, number five, uh, when your family is at risk, uh, when your family's at risk, and this is a heartbreaker. Uh, I, we, you and I were actually just talking about this. Uh, one of the groups that we were in that with the Facebook group things, somebody had posted um, just like a, almost a cry for help. Like, Hey, it's a, you know, youth pastors, a youth pastor group here. And like, and my marriage is in trouble and I think we're headed towards divorce and I don't know what to do. And, um, I'd love just to have somebody to sit down with. Right. And yeah, man, gosh, I, my heart just breaks. And, and like truth be told, and, and to be honest, like, man, we've been, I've been there. Um, uh, I've been there. Sarah and I, we have a great marriage right now. I mean, our marriage is as strong as it's ever been, but it hasn't always been that way. We've, we've had ebbs and flows and, and there were some scary moments, um, for us. And, uh, you know, we, we were committed to this thing and, uh, you know, we went and we got some marriage counseling and help and saw God do some amazing restoration and that. And it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of what you typically think of in marriage. I think we were living with this myth of balance that oh, we just need to balance family and ministry. And both of us kind of had these different expectations on the opposite sides of that. And, you know, the reality is uh, balance isn't really a thing um, in ministry. It's, it's health that we, yeah, we came out of that really realizing we need to pursue health and not balance. And um, you, you, when you and Wendy were on, you, you, 25 things, right? Yeah. 25 yeah. lessons from 25 yeah. years. I mean, you talked a lot about your journey in that. And um, Sarah and I have both been on the show and, uh, you know, talked about balancing family and youth ministry. And so if you're married and you're or just getting married or about to be married or hope one day to be married or, you know, uh, I'll put links to both of those episodes in the show notes as well. And uh, highly recommend you to go and check those out. But you know, I feel like if you're trying to pursue balance, somebody's always losing in that. And, you know, you, you can't give both. You, you just can't do both well all the time. And I mean, I mean, that's not the way I want to say that, but 
Yeah, this like, is, sometimes this is, it's hard the way you're saying it because balance is a good, you know, I don't think you're saying balance is not a good thing, you know, because it depends on what you, no, it no, depends no. On what you mean by balance, right? Right. But the fact of the matter is, is there are, there are times in ministry where there is no balance. There are times, let me tell you, the week leading up to D now, there is no balance. I'm a youth pastor oh, yeah. and my parents oh. or my family and my, you know, my, my wife and my kids just kind of stay out of my way that week. Honestly, they just give me that gift. The key though is, and this is where there is balance. The key is though, when I'm not doing that, that I'm, I'm present yeah. When I can, you know, not when I can. And so it's, and it's also an understanding that when it comes to longevity, if you hope to experience longevity, you are going to have to have a healthy family situation and you're going to have to yeah. work at that. And that means when you're able to do family, you've got to do family. And when you can't do family, your family has to also, they're in it with you. Um, yeah. You know, and I've, I've heard stories of, of, of guys in, in particular saying, Things like, oh yeah, well, I have to, I have to protect my family life, so I can't go up to the church for that meeting that the deacons called tonight. I'm going to tell them no, and I'm like, have you lost your mind? You're like, you have a job, like, and right. it's that's your like, you work for the church, and they've got a meeting. You're supposed to go to that, you know. And I don't mean that it means you're at every single chili supper and every single little thing necessarily. But I'm just saying that ministry is hard work, you know, um, balance doesn't, it's, it's all, it depends on what you mean by balance, honestly. But ultimately, if you don't take good care of your family, it's going to lead to you ultimately having to, well, everybody's going to have, everybody in your family is going to have animosity to the, towards the church. And, and yeah. ultimately it's going yeah. to lead. And, and if it's gotten to the point though, here's the deal though, if it gets to the point where your marriage is at risk or your kids, your, your relationship with your kids is with this risk. I don't feel like we should sacrifice our families for ministry. You know, no, you can't because if you lose that, then you lose, you the, lose ministry, the ministry. Right. right? So, so it, it, and vice the key versa. is that you keep, that you understand how important it is to work on that and, and, yeah. and, and try to stay on top of that best you can, you know, and, um, and, and fight for that. So, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah, well, there's seasons. There's there's seasons where your ministry is going to need more of you, and there's seasons where your family is going to need yeah. more of you, and you've got to be willing to do both. Yep. Um, well, like number six, right. um, when God genuinely calls you, is what you. Yeah. Wrote. I like that one. I think that's a good one, Jody. And and um, you know, I I uh, I experienced that. I, doors started consistently closing for me. I felt like yeah. I was spinning my wheels, not just one time. <laughs> I always have, right. I'm spinning wheels today, you know, but, <laughs> but I'm talking about like, I've ridden with you. Yeah. You know, like, um, uh, but there just starts to be this, this, this moment of like, man, God, God's calling me. God's genuinely yeah. calling me. Is that kind of what you meant? Yeah. I think you start, you start feeling like, you know, you, you start feeling God call you, uh, you know, to something else or, or away from something. And, you know, I think generally God calls you to something. And sometimes that doesn't mean another position. Um, sometimes that means more to himself. But um, I, I, this isn't running. I think that's the thing is, I, I mean, how many times have you had a conversation with somebody 
who said, you know, uh, I feel like God's calling me to something else. And, and you're like, well, tell me about the situation. And, you know, I, I'm not going to speak for the Lord or against it, but it just seems like this one. We, I think the danger with this one is this is the one we always use when we leave. Oh, yeah, sure. But I, I'm not sure. But I'm not sure that it's always the reason we leave. Oh, yeah. I and so, but that doesn't discredit it as an actual reason to leave either. Um, it just, you know, generally when I talk to somebody who says this, they've been where they are about two to three years. And, um, now all of a sudden God's calling them away. And then it happened about two to three years before that. And about two to three years before, you know, and, uh, when we, I know when we had Richard on Richard Ross on, um, one of the things that I've heard him say before is you see guys that have, say they have 10 years of youth ministry experience, but it's really just two and a half over and over and over and over again. And I think in those cases, a lot of times this is the reason that everybody gives. Um, but all that to say, there are times where God genuinely does do that. And it's scary. That, it's always scary. Episode, 50, and episode 58, 58, Richard Ross. Good night. So yeah, good. 50. Yep. Oh yeah. That was great. Yeah. Talk about wisdom. That's the one I just sat quiet and let you <laughs> and listen. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but I, I think, the, the difficult part is discerning that. And, yeah. and even even when you're leaving like in this for this, it's still going to be painful. Yeah. Right? It's still going to be difficult. I just think um, that I, this is what I think, and, and I am fully guilty. <laughs> Close the door. Um, <laughs> did you hear the buzz? <laughs> I'm in my living room. So I think, you know, like uh, be mindful that God can certainly and does certainly call you away. And there are times when he does that. But I wouldn't be so quick to credit everything that you're doing to him. I think we give him a lot of blame, and a lot of credit for things that maybe it's just our preference sometimes. So, uh, makes sense. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, totally. All right. Number seven. This is the last one I have is, uh, when you're not actually called to youth ministry after all. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, that is a hard one, man. I think, uh, I think most of us love youth ministry most days that are in it. You ever youth pastor? Um, you know, and I, I th- but I think a lot of, a lot of guys and girls, a lot of, a lot of folks come in to youth ministry. They feel called to youth ministry because they saw God do a lot in their life as a teenager. And as a result of that, they want to do that. And, um, and that's my story. You know, I know that we've talked about that for you even. Um, yeah. Well, I've seen I that work out that. really well for people and really bad for people. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, for me, it worked out really well. I think God used all of that experience. I've seen other people that have come in thinking that it's mostly fun and games. And and they go, Oh wait, what? Oh, interesting. There's work involved, you know? And so it's, yeah. uh, Yeah. It's different on the inside, you know? And, um, even as a volunteer youth worker, we, man, we love volunteer youth workers, but it's a different type of burden. Um, and so, and part of that might be, could, you, could are you comfortable with adding the words that you're that you you're, you're not called or that you're no longer called? Sure, I mean because yeah. God's calling, and I tell you my and my my heart has changed about and I, gosh, and I did write a book on it, but <laughs> I mean my my heart really has changed on that, and it and it even it had already changed by the time I wrote the book, but um. I don't assume that everybody is called 
lifelong to you. And it, this is going to be real, I don't know, this is controversial really, but I don't even believe that about working in the church per se. Um, I think it's wild to think that somehow we, that God owes it to us when we're 25 years old to say, okay, here's your calling for life, period, bam. You're good to go. Sure. And then God no, can I, never, I think God so. can never change that course. You know, there may just be a moment where God says, Hey man, not, not any longer. I want you to do something yeah. else. Yeah. Not, not this phase. Right. And I think, I think part of this is such a response to what we saw, like for so long. And it's still, I mean, we had this conversation we did this, uh, kind of reception thing for us, like a, as we were leaving kind of our last Sunday and, a lot of folks came through the church, love them, loving people who mean well, have been incredibly encouraging and prayerful for our family. Like I'm incredibly grateful for them, but you know, because we don't know what we're stepping into yet next, their comments repeatedly hearing um, from a lot of the adults, like, oh, we can't wait to see what God does in your ministry one day. And maybe now you'll be a real pastor and you know, <sighs> those types of, and they don't mean it that way, but it, I mean, how many times have you heard it, you know? Um, I think there was this this idea that, and for so long, youth ministry was seen as a legitimate stepping stone into kind of a senior pastor role. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think there's so many people now that see youth ministry as a legitimate, uh, I'll call career, even though that's probably a little more secular than uh, than what I'm intending. I don't I think that's the issue anymore. However, I do think that youth pastors make great senior pastors. Agreed. Um, and you and I both feel this way, and, and this is a little bit of a beef we have with some people. I think it's I think people take this overboard when they're talking about, oh, don't youth you don't use youth ministry as a stepping stone. Don't I I just feel like who are we to establish what what the plan and course of somebody's life is when it comes to their calling. Yeah. And if God wants to take a guy through youth ministry or children's ministry or whatever in order for him to become a, you know, youth pastor or a, a real, like a real, <laughs> I fell into the trap, <laughs> a pastor, pastor, whatever you want to call it, a senior adult or senior pastor. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, of course. Yeah, like a lead pastor role. And it's not even that, like, I mean, let's, um, our, man, our current, um, um, we, I, we have an executive staff at, at, at where I work and, and our current education pastor who oversees a whole bunch of folks. He, he just left youth ministry about two years ago to come do this. So he was a youth pastor. Now I, I make fun of him ruthlessly t- um, to his face, even though he's my supervisor about the good old days when he was a youth pastor and he got to have fun. Uh, but that said, <laughs> and it's a big joke with us, but that said, he is a phenomenal education pastor. How did yeah. he become that? Because he spent all those years doing youth ministry. And there's no sure. question in my mind, God, that guy clearly clearly called him out of youth ministry to do what he's doing now because he's excellent at it. Yeah. I just don't think it's fair to him to say, oh, you shouldn't have used, you know, and I, you know, so I, I think that's part of the whole calling thing, but uh, we're in a little bit of a soapbox here. So anyway, that's yeah. okay. No, but we're in agreement. There's a great book I'd recommend on this called uh, Is God Calling Me by Jeff York. Now, this, and it's York, I O R G, Jeff York. Um, this is a book more about vocational calling. It doesn't really address youth ministry spe- specifically, uh, more pastorate and mission stuff. But it is short little read, fantastic book. I give it to a lot of students 
who are struggling over call of vocational ministry, particularly college students. Um, so if you're struggling with that or you're not sure, uh, that's a great resource to look out and grab and read. Um, again, I'll, I'll put it, make sure there's a link for that in the show notes, but you know, I think calling is what keeps you. And yeah, uh, there's been a whole lot of days where I've quit and got up the next day and went back to work because, you know, I just knew it was what God called me to. So, so hopefully that helps. Uh, there's a lot more we could add to the list, but for the, you know, for brevity's sake, and seven's a perfect number. And so we, uh, we'll do seven. And I've got uh, some you, reasons not to leave. Yeah, some reasons not to leave. Number one, you ready? Yeah, man. This list is amazing. Like, it's the best list you've ever heard in your entire life. That's what Jimmy Fallon would say. Um, number one, you ready? More money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's a reason. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not saying God can't do that. Uh, but I'm saying if that's the only reason you're thinking about leaving, it's because yeah, you just need more reason. money. It's not a good reason. Because here's the deal. No, that's a great you reason. are never going to make a killing doing youth ministry. And I will tell you straight up, even if you become a guy who's speaking at conferences, even if you become a guy who's writing books, even you become, you still are not going to make it. Even if you're a guy who's doing podcasts, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you are not going to make a killing. There are 48-year-olds, uh, if just from personal experience, all over, you know, that are making a whole lot more money. And I'm blessed. I'm not complaining. I'm thankful for what I have. But I'm just telling you that if that in itself is why you're thinking about leaving, not a good reason. Not a good reason. Not it, needs good. Be, it needs to be more than that. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't hope for more and that God won't expand your kingdom there and bless you with more. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's wrong to hope for that even or to even say, hey, you know what? We can't continue to do this as a family if this is all we're making. We're going to have to, if we want to keep doing this, we're going to need to make more money. But I just don't think it could be the only reason. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree. And uh, I know we've kind of, man, I feel like I've plugged your book a ton. That's uh, a good book. I'll do, I'll do it one more time because, uh, man, chapter you have a one. chapter on this. It's chapter so one. good. Dude, if it was the only chapter in the book, it would be a great That's book. Chapter one. I should have put it last, but people may not have gotten to that. So, <laughs> so good. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you. You're very kind. Uh, number two, you ready? Yeah. Reasons not to leave. You're tired of working hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're just tired of working hard. Like you're just tired of, you know, you're tired of the hard work of youth ministry. You know, um, I just don't think that's a good reason to leave. You know, if, um, it's part of the deal. Here's what I know, man. Almost everybody I know that that's successful and kicking butt at their jobs. Now I'm talking about outside of youth ministry. They all have one thing in common. They do their job and they work hard. I'm very so preachy sounding. Saying- I'm very preachy right now. I get that. And I'm very dad sounding right now. And I get that. But I'm just telling you that being expected to keep nine to five hours at times, I'm, there's balance there. I get it. You know, if you're going to be out tonight doing a soccer game, whatever, fine. Um, I'm just telling you, it's hard work. It's part of the deal. Indeed. And I saying, what you were about to say, am I saying, what were you going to say? You were going to be smart. Elephant. I was going to say, no, I was going to say, you're saying that I can't start a youth ministry blog and podcast, make a ton of money working from home living on a beach somewhere. Yeah. No. That, that's not a viable. Okay. That's just no, that's right. You gotta, you gotta find a job, Jody and work hard. Okay. Number three. <laughs> okay. Reasons not to leave. Um, you're being held accountable. 
I've just, yeah. and, and that's just from personal experience, having talked to some youth pastors who have a pretty solid streak of rebelliousness in them that they don't like yeah. people telling them what to do. That's so good. And they struggle with pastors telling them they've got to wear certain things or they struggle with people telling them they've got to be on time or they struggle with people saying, I need you to give me a report on how you're organizing that event. Because the last three times I've had parents complain and they, and they struggle with the accountability. Yeah. I just don't think that's a good reason to leave. I think you learn how you need to learn how to be accountable. That's just me. Preachy. Okay, man. Uh, number four. No, but hey, look, I, can I, I, can I say this? <laughs> no, you can't. Okay. Okay. okay I'll let you, um, you, if you're, if your church or your ministry is worth anything, you, you're going to have some accountability. I would hope. Right. I mean, if people, <sighs> if people, I mean, maybe it's not overbearing of, accountability. It's part of the sunk. deal, bro. Listen, I'm telling yeah. you, and, and I know it's not, a, if you've listened to us much at all, it's not hard to put together that I'm at a little bit of a bigger church, right? That said, twice a year, I have to sit down for eval, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. and there's, there's accountability tied to that. Um, there's tight, there's accountability in everything I do. You know, if the event's terrible, I know it's terrible because people are telling me, it's, you know, it's just part of the deal, man. I, yeah. And I think, and here's what I think, Jody, here's what I think about you. And I think about, you know, I, I think one of the reasons it makes you good long-term is because you welcome it. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. You got to believe, you got to believe that you need it. You got to be willing to say, you know what? I need it. I need somebody to hold me accountable. So that's what I think. Okay. Yep. Uh, Number four, I've got three more. Um, Number four, you have young kids and it's hard on your family. That in itself so I, I do write it. Uh, here's the book again. Um, I do write in the book that one of the most <laughs> difficult times in youth ministry is those toddler years. And ultimately, maybe that is the ender for you. But I'm going to yeah. tell you right now that just because it's hard during those years, that in itself is not a reason to leave because it's hard on everybody. And I say, when I, here's what I mean by this, too. It's not a reason. I'm not talking about leaving youth ministry. I want to be careful to differentiate. I'm talking about leaving your current gig and going to another gig. Don't let, don't fall into the trap of thinking, well, if it's just super hard with your kids right now and it's a really difficult time, don't let that cause you to think, well, you know, maybe if we went to a new church, it'd be better. Nope. It's probably not going to be better. It's still going to be hard because the problem really is the fact that you have toddlers in your house. That's what's hard. Right. And and that's not going to change until they get older. But I'm going to tell you right now, Jody, and you know this, and you and I love this, right? Because our families have hung out a couple times now. Chewies, what, what? Um, listen, mm. it is so worth it, bro, to get through those toddler years. Because th- those days when your kids are in your youth ministry are awesome. So oh, it's great. Good. It's so good. Look, man, I, I'm not a fan of toddler. I'm not really not a fan of babies, truthfully. Can you say that without going to hell? I don't know. But, I mean, I'm just not a real big fan of babies, you know, I mean, they're just like, you know, but I loved when my kids got older, you know, Oh man, so much fun. So, um, ah, your kids are like the mascot when they're little, you know, but yeah, I look back now 
in the moment, man, it was so difficult at times. But looking back, yep. like you're saying, man, it was it was great. It was amazing. Yep. Uh, number five, reason not to leave. Your pastor doesn't get you. <laughs> you don't have enough volunteers. Your budget stinks. And you're not allowed to use the van anymore for youth functions. That's a lot um, of number five. I, well, I, 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 um, I decided to put all that together because it all fun falls into that same kind of category of thinking that that grass is greener on the other side or thinking that um, I've got a, a talk that I do called living in the land of if only, you know, if yeah. only, if only I had more budget, if only I had more volunteers, if only, if only, if only I just, I'm just saying, man, that I think it's just hard everywhere, you know? Yeah. And um, that in itself is not a reason um, to leave. Um, so I, th- I think that makes sense. You know, I, I, I think, good. yeah. Uh, finally, this is just sort of a bonus here. And it, honestly, this is a little bit of, uh, this is going to be a little bit, this, it, look, I, I'll be real honest. I score needs improvement when I take a spiritual gift test when it comes to compassion. <laughs> but, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked to know, to find that out. But, and I've just seen a couple things bouncing around because, uh, pastor appreciation day was a couple yeah. weeks back or whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 And I saw a couple of youth pastors, you know, that didn't get appreciated or whatever, you know. And I'm like, so I wrote down, um, reason not to leave because you weren't celebrated on Pastor Appreciation Day. I I just <laughs> stop laughing at these poor people, Jody. Um, gosh, there's somebody listening here, and I'm probably hurting your feelings. And I don't mean to. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't be nice. I I haven't been... I haven't been appreciated on pastor appreciation day in a long, long time. Um, but, um, I, I guess it's hard in youth ministry because there are moments where it's easy to feel insecure because you're not always invited to the big boy table and you're not always taken seriously. And you do hear these little comments, about oh well, well when are you going to be a big you know a real pastor blah 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 and all that and all of that stuff starts to build up over time and I do understand that it stings a little bit whenever the pastor does get recognized you know and maybe you don't and they don't quite take you as serious or whatever I just think though Jody that most of the time it's not being done because these people are trying to be mean to you. But it's being oh, sure. done. It's being done out of out of a lack of understanding of what you do, and so I just don't think there's intentionality behind that. I do think you're appreciated. I just don't yeah. think people necessarily understand. It doesn't surprise me that senior adults that make the decisions about senior or pastor appreciation day that they don't understand what it takes to do youth ministry. That doesn't surprise me. It shouldn't surprise you, right? Um, you know, and so. Um, well, and look, I'll say this, having just stepped out, right, of a position we were in for almost nine years, a place that, uh, with people that we love and poured invested in, who who know us and love us, right? I mean, not really until we were leaving did so many people say, and we had a lot of people say, I hope you know you're loved and appreciated, and we're sorry we didn't do a better job of showing you that. Yeah. I, 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 I don't need to hear that. I don't need to hear that. It feels... It's nice. It's nice to hear it, right? Yeah, sure. But, but I mean, you know, I, people just suck at telling people how much they appreciate them, especially when we're so busy. Yeah. 
I mean, and I would say honestly, too, most youth pastors suck at telling their volunteers and parents ah, how much they see, appreciate it. This is them. where I was about to go. I think the reverse is where we need to be be careful and go, well, how good of a job are we doing at that? Yeah, because there's not like youth worker appreciation month or day. Yeah, you know, and so again, I'm not again, I'm not trying, I man. Not. If, Gosh, if, if there if there is, and I don't know about it. Oh, oh hey, look, we should start that. Let's like, start it. Trying to make youth worker volunteer youth worker appreciation day. Like yeah, a let's do it. That like like sweeps the nation. Okay. We need a we need a cool hashtag. Yeah. So anyway, I, I listen again. I really am not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or or pile on. Um, I'm really not trying to do that. I'm just saying that, and I'm not trying to over spiritualize it, but I really do think that that is true. That ultimately. We can't do this for the recognition. You know, it has to be done because of the um, because of the calling. And well, and that's why, and we've talked about this too. Like that's why you should have a folder in your filing cabinet that is a thank you folder, where yeah. every note card that you get goes in there. And when you're struggling and you need to be affirmed, because that happens, yeah, you really struggle. Yeah, open up that. And it's nice open to be pat on the back. No, it's great. Everybody wants it. We're not saying it's not good to want that. But when, but, your people, when your people don't pass a test, maybe it's not fair that they're being tested, is what I'm saying. Yeah, when absolutely. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Just be careful about letting that be the thing like that goes, oh, yeah, nobody loves me. That's so, good. Yeah, anyway. That's really good. Well, hey, listen, folks. If you, Thanks for listening. And, 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 and we are... We do care, and and you know we know that. Gosh, we've been doing this for a while. We don't know how jaded we sound at times, possibly, but <laughs> um, but we really do love what we do, and we really do want what's best. And and I think, I think that shows. I hope that shows. We really do want to see people experience longevity, ultimately, so that youth pastors can do a great job ministering to kids. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, man. Um, keep yeah. up the great work if you're listening. Awesome. Yep. You stay at it. Uh, no, I just uh, remind folks to go check out YM360. YM360. Oh, oh, hey, you know what we should plug right now? Related to YM360. Um, yeah. I've done this before. Their devotional, uh, Emmanuel, I think is this year's. They have a Christmas Devo that comes out. I'm not even kidding. It sells out every year. Um, and I'm not a. I'm. I'm considering doing it again. I have done it several years, um, where we just sell these books for like we we kind of knock the cost off. But it's a 25 day devotion Christmas Advent book. Kids yeah. love it, man. It is so good. Just go to go to why I'm 360. Scroll down. I just did. It's like 5.99, and if you get like a certain amount, it can go down as low as 4.99. Or if you use a promo code, you can save twenty percent. Probably should. Yeah, I don't know. Should be able to. You don't have to. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it's good. Price. It's all I'm saying. It's good. Great idea there. Why yeah, check that out? Uh, also, head over to the show notes page. We've mentioned a bunch of things here. All those will be there good for luck you. Making the show notes page this time, JD. It's a yeah. lot. Thanks, bud. You're the best. Um, and make sure you subscribe to the show and check it out. If you are not a part of the Longer Hall Super Secret Longer Hall Facebook group. Make sure you go over and join that. We've got some giveaways we've got to do on yeah, there. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And uh, so we'll be doing those. So there's still time for you to jump into those. 
Uh, there's two big ones coming. Hey, up you know what we should we're, do? We're, All right, I'm 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 feeling in a good mood here. If anybody's listened up to this point right here, um, since we talked about the uh, ministry for long, uh, the youth ministry book that are what's it called again? Consider this. Yeah. Youth pastors got longevity so much. Let's give one away. Let's give one away. I got some okay. around that nobody's buying. So <laughs> <laughs> I might as well mail one to somebody. So yeah, we'll give we'll cool. do a giveaway. We'll give away one of the books. So dang. So that's three. So make sure you head over to uh, the Facebook group and request to join there. Jump in. Good group of folks, man. We like them. We'll keep them around. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you have questions, listen. If you're struggling with this, the group's there for you. Uh, to reach out, obviously, you can always reach out to us. We want to help you succeed and do whatever uh, we can to help you thrive and navigate some of those things. And man, if Jody, nothing else, Jody, just somebody Jody, to pray for you. Jody's got a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, believe me, I don't. My wife has quickly found things for me to do. Um, so, yeah, and uh, I need a job. So, if you uh, need somebody to come speak or come, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Uh, so, I think that's it. Uh, we'll catch you in the next All right. See you guys in the next episode. Yep. Peace Later. out. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.